Blog Talk Radio. This is Bobby Keys of WebRadio.com. And when I'm not on the air, I like to sit down and read a good magazine. The magazine I like is called 50 Plus, the second half magazine. It's a magazine all about the baby boomers. 50 Plus, the second half magazine features the legends of classic soul like Delphonics, Jerry Butler, the Stylistics, the Manhattans, just to name a few. Read their stories and hear it straight from them. 50 Plus, the second half magazine also covers health care as well as the lives of everyday people. 50 Plus, the second half magazine is there to share information with you. So order your copy today. Go to the website at www.50plusthesecondhalfmagazine.com and check them out on Facebook at PAB Magazine. 50 Plus, the second half magazine. It's all about the baby boomer. Tonight's show, The Power of Being a Winner, is sponsored by 50 Plus, the second half. It's our time, online radio. Now, let's get ready for your host, Donald L. Dalrich, coming up next. Good evening, and welcome to another episode of, another broadcast of, Another gathering of, another beautiful opportunity of, another blessing of, the power of being a winner. And I am, once again, only through the blessings, theme host, Donald L. Dowridge, Jr. Ladies and gentlemen, you are in for a thought-provoking, I'll use that word, thought-provoking, broadcast tonight show and for those who are listening those who are tuning in and if you know let me put it like this if you know of any men benefit from what this show is about please by all means gather excuse me gather them I think it's something beneficial going to happen tonight. If you saw the flyer for tonight's show, it speaks on the topic, men and heartbreak. Oh. <laughs> and how do you mend a broken heart? How do a loser ever win. Somebody better tell me, how do you mend a man in his broken heart? Somebody tell me, how could he ever, ever win? So uh, that's the topic tonight. I had to give you that little interlude. I'll be signing autographs uh, later on. As a, matter, as a matter of fact, old school Motown, uh, they're knocking at the door right now. They want me to uh, sign that humongous contract, 10 albums, 10 CD. That's right. Uh, the first one, the first one with me on the cover. Let me get my look. <laughs> the first one's going to be, how do you mend a broken heart? Yes, yes. That's my uh, ice cube there. But let me go forth and uh, do this real quick. Um, 
I want to share a good word with you before I begin. Um, Titus, first chapter, 15th verse. Unto the pure, all things are pure. But unto them that are defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure. But even their mind and conscience is defiled. Okay? That's a reading from Titus, first chapter, 15th verse. The topic, defiled, defiled, negative, degraded, worn, torn, um, Everything they do is not for the good, but for the bad. Watch out for those people. And not just watch out for them, but in truth, if you can help them, if you can be a blessing to them, you never know. I was reading a story today. Um, My brother-in-law, who lives in Baltimore, he's a pastor. He is getting ready for a a show this weekend, so he's out um, passing flyers out. In Baltimore, East Baltimore, I think it was, and he's he's confronted by this lady, all right? So the lady, he says, smoking a cigarette, right away as he went to give her a flyer, she responded by saying, thank you, however, are you a pastor? He says, yes. And he begins to pray for her. He says his main mission was to be, was to, passed out the flyers for his event this weekend, Saturday. However, God blocked his trail, if you will, his path, if you will, his walking, if you will, to bless another. So you never know when that blessing will come or when you will have to use what you know to bless somebody else. You never know when it's your last dime that you might have to give to somebody else. I read something else um, where it said, hey, you know, whatever you do, make sure what you do, all right, it will be to the good of that person because that good will return tenfold to you. And trust me, we all want goodness to come back to us. I want to give a shout out real quick to my good friend, in St. Petersburg, uh, Miss B, all right, she gave me this, all right, and what it says, in case you can't see it, what you do, what you do matters, okay, and Miss B, she's an awesome sister uh, in St. Petersburg, she's always working with um, children in the city of St. Petersburg, uh, inspiring them, special programs, after school programs, Weekends, she's giving up her weekends to be with these kids, you know, and it's astronomical. So I just want to say hats off to you, Sister D, Debbie, and blessings to you, okay? If you're listening, you know that's about you. Now, if you hear the beeping sound in the, in the background or if you hear it anywhere, all right, don't be alarmed, okay? That is not a missile coming over from North Korea, all right? So calm down. Chill out. It's okay, all right? There's something here that's uh, beeping, and I just don't have the time right now to get to it. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we have all this flack that is going on. I got to touch on this. All this flack that is going on with the NFL kneeling, um, 
the murdering of black men, uh, the degrading of black men, black men de- degrading themselves. Um, I was moved by listening to, um, or, let me put it like this. I belong to what is called Temptations Forever. Anybody who's been listening and tuning into the show know that I am a gigantic Temptation fan, all right? Uh, that's the group I'm talking about. And I became a fan of the Temptations when I was 13 years old. Anyway, they put out an album called Puzzle People. Within that, uh, and songs on that album was Don't Let the Joneses Get You Down, um, I Can't Get Next to You, Can't Get Next to You, all right? So, um, and then there was a song on there that is entitled Message from a Black Man. Now, this album came out in 1969, so I was maybe 14 years old. But that song, Message from a Black Man, and what I was going through as a 14-year-old teenager in the South Bronx, it really inspired me as a young black teenager, male, you know, at that time, and the things that were going on with us back then as a black male. So anyway, I'm looking at uh, Temptation Forever. They have puzzle people on there, and they um, highlight a message from a black man. So it inspired me to write this, and I want to share this with the listening audience if I can. It goes such as, a message from a black man by the 1969 Temptation, remixed by DLD 2017. This generation, this, 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 this generation, black man anthem. I said it. And if you want to read it, you can go to my Facebook page. No matter how, no matter how hard you try, you can't stop me now. Say it loud. I'm black, and I'm proud to be a strong black male man here in 2017. Regardless of what negativity is said or portrayed me as being a less representation of this red, white, and blue, red, white, and blue, I I flag military and country, which I dearly love, even if I sweat red, black, and green. I say it loud and proud because I am educated to the strength of challenges that black men through the years from Matt Turner, Frederick Douglass, Dr. Charles Drew, Thurgood Marshall, Martin Luther King Jr., Barack Obama, and the countless of nameless black men who have been hung, jailed, beat, and killed. I am you, a strong black man carrying the torch for you, my fellow black man. Say it loud, I'm black and a proud, strong black man here in 2017. No, I am not dumbed down, watered down, or batted to the point of lowering my and demeaning my self-esteem, respect, and demeaning my black sisters and women, nor my black children. Like any other race of people in this America, I am a strong black man representing my proud blackness in the most 
respective means possible in my lifetime as a strong black man. Teach my black children to take advantage of every opportunity to be educated to advance further. In their generation, long after I am the demise from this earth, my black woman, my black queen, there is no me without you. Loving you as the queen God created you to be. You are my esteem, and you, you black woman, I respect and thank God for you. There are no other race of women, woman precious like you. Yes, you, black woman, are my rib, and I function with strength with you by my side. As other races raise their women in glory, I raise my black queen in glory. I love my black woman as the queen she is and God meant for her to be. Say it loud, I am black, I am black man of these United States. Is this a battle cry? No battle cry, however, yes, a wake-up call to all living black man in this society. In this life, in this America, let us strong black man stand, kneel, pray for strength, justice, optimistic belief that we, black man, will continue to pull together as one to reach the pinnacle of being strong black man that is not prejudiced or racist or discriminating against another race, however, protecting us and guiding us with prayer, trust, truth, love, family, and sincerity. We black men deserve this for us and the future of us. Say it loud. I am black and a strong, positive black male. Say it loud. I am black and a strong, positive black male here in 2017. To Motown, to the 1969 Temptation, thanks for a message to a black man, which had a great impact on my life as a young teen and here still in 2017. It is still making an impression on my life. To all this song is recommended listening and sharing with all black men, young, middle aged, and senior. We be black men strong. Please share with all black men so they will know to be black men strong. Thank you. Thank you very much. So this was written basically for us to understand that this is what we need in our life. We need to be, regardless of what the populace, regardless of what the majority, regardless of what another race, and regardless of what we might say or negative about us, black man, we must remain strong. Because, you know, back in the days, you know, we were 
the head of the household. We went out and we worked hard. And this is nothing nothing negative against, you know, where we are, where women are today, where black women are today. You know, it's just a mere fact. Black man, we got to stand up. Black man, our days of sloping. Black man, our days of being left then. Black man, we got to recognize that we can do more than what the media says, sports, rapping. Black man, we can be business owners. Black man, we can also get on the black business tour. You know what I'm talking about, coming in December. Black man, we can also be that strong black male in the home. And if we're not in the home, we can still be in our children's lives. Black man, we don't have to uh, infest the prison cell. Black man, we don't have to be the one that is on the low, out on the corner, selling our life away. Black man, we were not born for that. I'm sure, black man, when we were born and the doctors pulled us out of our mother, I'm sure he did not give, she did not give, or he did not give that baby to our mothers, and our mothers said something of this this nature. Oh, my baby, look at my beautiful boy, black boy. Yes, I can see him in 15 years in a prison, in a detention center selling drugs on the corner, abusing women, abusing other brothers. No, 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 by God, no. Mom did not say that. Mom said, my baby, I have great dreams for my baby because I know my baby is going to be a change agent in this world. I know my baby is going to school. He's going to graduate. I know my baby, he's going to play, okay, he's going to play sports, and we're going to keep him active. I know my baby's going to be an A student. I know my baby's going to college, and if he don't go to college, he's going to take up a trade. I know my baby is going to get into the workforce. Okay, maybe he won't be a subordinate. Maybe he'll be a manager. Maybe not a manager, but maybe he'll be a CEO. Maybe not a CEO. Maybe he'll be an entrepreneur, my baby. That's my black boy. That's my black man. Look how he stands so ever so tall. Black man. Just understand that we have come a long way. And know for a fact, we do not. We do not. I'm stressing, we do not have to be strange fruit. Hanging by a pole. We don't hang by poles anymore, by the way. The pole that we hang by nowadays is when we are confronted by a judge that slams his gravel to the table, to his desk or bench, and he winds up saying 10, 15, 20, 30 years. Black man, time out. Be strong. Stand tall and know that your purpose It's to soar like the eagle and to carry, to carry your family, to stand tall for your family, to love your family, and to make a difference. 
see you on the other end because we got something else to talk about that's important as well. Oh, snap. I'll be back. Commercial. Hi, I listen to the 50 Plus Radio Show, and you should too. It's an amazing and awesome show. So stop by and give some support. Thanks for listening. This show is sponsored by 50 Plus, the second half magazine. Now let's get back to the show. You know, I, I want to give a shout-out, first of all, to my producers, always. Much love to you. I think you're watching. All right, much love to you. Um, we were talking over the weekend about different subjects, topics, and somebody mentioned, I don't know who it was, so forgive me for my absentees. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, about different topics to talk about on the radio, and somebody mentioned, you know, heartbreak, man heartbreak. And I said, hmm, I think I can handle that. Pandora's box, I can open that, because I know that, you know, a lot of things, you know, okay, um, being a strong black man, you know, you, you want to carry some things to the grave, which I am going to carry. Woo! I'm packing my bags. You feel me? I'm packing my bags, and you know, um, I think I got maybe maybe two bags full right now. That when I leave, they got to leave with me. Y'all ain't getting jacked. You see what I'm saying? Um, what do they call that? Uh, satchel limitation? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, some things I just can't let out because I'm gonna tell you. You know, I live the life, and Meeting with a pastor today, what he said, he said, Brother Don, Brother Dowage, I, I must uh, uh, make it clear and loud that, you know, your life is a true testimony and a true blessing. Because I, I tell you, you know, if God didn't have a mission for you, you would have been gone a long time ago. Nobody even would have heard about you. And I said, you know, that's true. Trials and tribulations. How many of you all out there got trials and tribulations? You better stop. You better stop fibbing. You better if you say no, you better stop fibbing and you better come real with it. You feel me? And see what I'm getting ready to do tonight. Y'all can't see it, but behind the counter, behind these cameras, all right, there's some uh closets. I'm getting ready to open up the closet door and I'm getting ready to pull out some skeletons. You feel me? Uh no. <laughs> Don't worry. You know what I mean? I'm coming out the closet tonight. You feel me? No. Hey, get your mind out of there. You know I don't I don't worry like that. All right? And more power to those that do. But hey, it's your own thing. Do what you want to do. Come on, y'all. Anyway. So uh again, as we start to get into the subject of uh heartbreak, man and heartbreak, uh, if you have any um Additions that I might miss out on, or you want to call in and ask questions, or uh, you want to add comments, by all means, just pick up your phone, 347-539-5867. Again, that number is 347-539-5867. Uh, 
You can also follow us on www.blogtalk.com forward slash, forward slash, all right? Not two, just one forward slash, the second half, okay? But uh, the phone lines are open, and by me, by all means, please um, give us a shout-out, okay? Um, So as we go, all right, uh, hold on a minute, please. I'm sorry about that, but let me get my place here. All right. Um, bam. Here we go. Okay. Now. Um, okay. Here we go. All right. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I, I will admit. You know, but I'm not even going to put a disclaimer out there or anything. But, um, yes, my heart has been broken. And, yes, I'm just going to be honest with you. You know, there's been times that uh, my heart has been broken to the point that um, I wanted to give up. Um, To be honest with you, you know, I wanted to go jump off a bridge. I wanted to drink all the alcohol I could drink in the world. Um, I even remember a time that, yep, I smoked a whole pack of cigarettes. I smoked a whole pack of cigarettes. It's funny, I can laugh about it. I've even seen times that I've cried like a little baby because of a certain woman that I've loved cared about, and I don't even share with you the fact that um, if you're a baby boomer, quite naturally, you remember uh, Marvin Gaye, uh, his song, uh, Let's Get It On, as a matter of fact, that song was out at the time, and I was played, I got played, this young lady, she played, I was a teenager, and she played me to the max, I mean, I was clean, I double knits on, my pro kids, matter of fact, I had red pro kids on. Those are sneakers, in case you don't remember. And I had an alpaca sweater on, and I had my little cool Kango on. And I'm going to this young girl. I mean, I really liked her, too. And I'm going to her house. I knock on the door. And as soon as I knock on the door, she give me all kind of smack about it. I'm seeing somebody. She set me up. Funny, I can remember that. And she slammed the door on me. But wait a minute. I had to go up six flights of stairs and knocked on a door, which was in the back, way in the back of the hallway. And she was a beautiful young lady, too. And when she told me that I was cheating on her, which I wasn't, and come to find out, there was another dude in the crib. That's right. I said crib. I didn't say apartment. And I wanted to go in and I wanted to bust up something. But she slammed the door on me and see in New York you get those police locks. She put that police lock on and I wound up hurting my shoulder trying to knock that door open. Man, I was mad as I don't know what. Boy, I started banging on walls. Heartbreak. The Jacksons say Heartbreak Hotel. This is Heartbreak Hotel. And I could think of other instances when you know, falling in love, 
Love is a hurting thing. Falling in love. And just knowing that she's that special one. And beginning a relationship and, and flowers, movies, dinner. Yeah, you know the other thing that go along with it. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you get hit with the smart bomb. She done got smart. She leaving. Thinking about Valentine's Day, probably in the 90s. Dozens of flowers, and then just to have those flowers thrown in my face. How many men, black men, how many men are willing to talk about those heartbreaks? And see, if you don't talk about these heartbreaks, eventually what happens is, you know, um, man carries this weight. Man not only carries the weight, but then what happens when man begins to drink? And he begins to drink, and then all of a sudden it becomes to the point where, you know, he's by himself or he's at a bar, he's at a club. Oh, 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 and you with your boy. And your boys are all up in your head. And they're like, to be real with it, 100, man, F that itch. Man, she ain't nothing, man. Let's go do this thing, man. Let's go have a, let's go, yo, yo, check out, check, woo. And you're trying to get over what just happened. So what happened is, you feel what I'm saying? Then you got the rebound. You got the rebound. So what happens is, you know, because you're hurt, now you want to go out and you want to what? As many as you can to try to get what? Her out your mind. But what happens if you can't get her out your mind? Breaking news. Media. News. Front page, man upset about wife, man upset about girlfriend, man upset about lady. So what does he do? He go on a revenge because his heart is hurting. And the worst thing that we can do as a man to get back, to pay back, is to hurt, to physically hurt. I'm sure we all have seen the news report where man has killed ex-girlfriend, man has physically abused ex-girlfriend, man has raped ex-girlfriend, man has demolished ex-girlfriend, because of the fact that not having someone to talk to, not knowing how to handle the breakup, this thing, this thing that's inside of this shirt, underneath my rib cage, that red thing that's pumping that blood through my body, it's a heavy thing. It's a heavy thing. And like I said, 
Ear River has cried. Don't laugh. But how many of you men out there have cried many rivers over a beautiful young lady? How many of you all have walked away from a relationship with your children because of the fact that, you know, you felt heartbroken? And the worst thing we can do if there's children involved because we're heartbroken with our ex is to walk away from that child. I raised my hand because for 30 days I was guilty. I walked away from mine for 30 days. You know, I'm reading here, it says five reasons why men handle heartbreak worse, oh, get this, worse than women. It stated that we as men, we handle heartbreak worse than a woman is. You know, it said, and I've been told, that I ain't nothing but a big baby. Man get a cold, man uh, get sick, man want to crawl up under that female companion. And not only that, want to suck the thumb and turn into that big baby. Okay, all right, all right, all right. I hear you, I hear you, and I see you out there pointing your fingers. Okay, yeah, I'm guilty. Because there is times that, you know, when I'm sick, yes, I want some TLC. As it states here, number one, men men handle emotions differently. We do. We do handle those emotions differently. You know, I've been told and I've heard it, and even today, women are saying all men are dogs. We are no good. All we want to do is think with our bottom head. We allow our bottom head to guide us wherever, you know, it's almost like, our bottom head got us on a leech, and we just want to do everything that moves, everything that even that we even think. You see what I'm saying? You fill in the blanks. However, is it true or not? Now, I will admit, I read something earlier where it stated that women, as girls, you know, they're more or less prepared, you know, for the possibility of a heartbreak. We as men, we macho. It ain't going to happen to me. You know, it's stated that, and I'm a witness to this, is that you keep playing around and you're going to meet that right lady. You're going to meet that right woman. And she's going to teach you something. She's going to show you something. And she's going to wind up breaking your heart. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Ain't nobody. I'm, I'm invincible. I got a shield. Superman ain't got nothing on me. Wrong. We're all human. And it's our heart that thrives. They say the brain, but it's the heart that thrives. Because, look, when the heart stops, I understand the brain, too, but when the heart stops, see, the brain needs the heart to pump the blood through. Boom, 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 boom. Well, let me share this. It says, women are generally more emotional creatures. We are, in fact, taught. Women are taught from a very young age to express 
their feelings and to be loving, kind, and soft. Whereas men, we are taught to do what? To be hard. We're like Hercules, Superman, Samson. You see what I'm saying? We got the bravado. We got to be strong. We can't let nothing break us. So we can't be living in a glass house because that's going to show our weaknesses. Well, somewhere along the line, our weaknesses as men is shown. It's broken. And look, look, for real, though, think about this. Getting ready. You feel me? Man gets in his car where he done showered up, got his, his best clothes on, all right? He gets in his ride, okay, club, wherever he's going. But you can't, and his music is sounding good, you can't tell homeboy nothing. And his chest is way out here. I'm only speaking from experience. This chest is way out here. And then all of a sudden, guess what? Bam! Somebody hit his ride. Oh, snap. Heartbreak. And that's just a material thing. I had to learn that lesson the hard way. That's just a material thing. Heartbreak. And you know how a man in his ride feel me? Oh, shucks. That's a whole different show right there. Or man and his music. You know what I mean? Some joked and said, look, Brian, what you got, man? You want me to come help you move? No, nah, man, I got it. Well, you got something? What you got? Man, all I got is my clothes and my music, my stereo. That's right. That's all I got is my stereo and my clothes. You see what I'm saying? So you know how man is. Moving on. While little boys are taught the opposite, they are often molded, just what I just said, molded to be tough and that crying or showing any emotion other than anger is a sign of weakness. Now, baby boomers, men, you know what time we came, you know the era we came in, such as you fall, you scarf your knee, get up, boy, get up and wipe it off. And I know even with my son, when he fell a few times, get up. Let me see. Oh, you'll be all right. Wipe them tears away. Be a, be a man. Be a man. He's one year old. Be a man. Wipe them tears away before I give you something to cry. All of a sudden, what happened? You know, we instilling in our young brothers to be tough, to be hard. And nothing's going to happen to you. You're the man. Well, you know, everything that got twisted down there is because our young brothers, you see what's going on, right? You know, they, they pop out. I'm the man, pop out. Anyway, moving on. So when it comes time for men, us, to express our emotions and thoughts, all right, we do have a much harder time to open up, opening up ourselves, opening up ourselves to vulnerability. You feel me? Because when we open up, what do we feel like? We feel like what? Less than. So we got to hold our emotions. We got to hold that in. But I'm going to let you know something. Holding those emotions after a heartbreak, oh, snap. That's stress right there. That's pain right there. That's heartache right there. Can you say that's EKG right there? Because you're putting all that stress on and you're not releasing. I'm the man. Dude, what's going on, man? Talk to me, man. No, man. It's all right, man. It's all right, man. 
I'm cool, man. Yeah, she done gone her way. I'm going my way. You know, it's all cool. And next thing you know, it's so cool that homeboy go home by himself. And guess what? Guess what he doing? <laughs> he can't go to work the next day. He don't want to come out the house. You feel me? You know what I mean? It's just him and his bottle. And I ain't talking about no baby bottle. Or it's just him and he's firing up. Cigarettes, what have you. You see what I'm saying? It's just him and he's beating his head up against the wall. Because that thing inside his chest has been tampered with. Number two, it says, the caveman philosopher, philosophy, if you will, we're wired to be the hunter and the protector. And I'll be honest with you, I've been told, you know, Don, chill out, man, chill out. Well, I've been even called Superman, Macho Man. Calm down, it's okay. So, brothers, black man, you see what I'm saying? Continue to be the protector. But we don't have to take it to the next level where we where we are hurting ourselves. Oh, oh, here's a beautiful one. I'm so jealous. Who that talking to you? See, you know, I had that philosophy, you know, um, is that she knows who she wants. She knows I'm her man. She knows I'm her husband. So if she is truly committed to me, committed to the relationship, last thing I'm going to worry about is her running off with somebody else. You know, it's almost like in a movie uh, which just popped in my head, Five Heartbeats, you know, when when, uh, Leon and and Townsend were playing, they were two brothers in the movie, and they were playing uh, Shy Brother. So my man Leon, he goes over to the young lady sitting at the table by herself, and he starts rapping with her, right, talking about uh, Robert Townsend. He's like, yeah, look at him, look at him. She goes, um, then she looks at your boy Leon and she says, But look at you. I like you. And Leon's like, Oh, snap. So he dives into it. She done pulled him in. But watch this. When they say, Yo, let's get out of here, they leave. But who comes from the bathroom? My boy say, What? I'm tired of fighting for my love every night. So my man, all right, the commitment. She's not committed. So I've kind of taken, you know, after all these these tampering with my heart, and here I am now, at the age I am now, look, you feel me? This is just the way I am. You know, you know who you want. You know what I can bring to the table. But if this ain't good enough, you know, hey, let me know. And I know, you know, my heart is into this. It's going to hurt. But let me know. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm not going to chase that. I'm not 20, I'm not 30, I'm not 40, I'm not 50. That's just me speaking, all right? I'm speaking about me. But other guys, other brothers, they might handle it in a different way. I just hope you pray the way you handle it will be in a positive, mature way. Keyword, mature. So anyway, all right, this goes back to the caveman philosophy, where the man was the provider. So it was in his nature, it's still in our nature to be possessive, 
over our family, to be the man over our family. It's just like a man with his daughter. You feel me? When the when the dad with his daughter goes out, don't you know that man is very protective of that young girl, his daughter? Now, if he go out with his son, he's going he to release a little bit because he feels that he done taught his son to be that hunter, to be that man. When you leave out of this house, son, you go out of here with your chest open, your chest out, your head up, and you go out here protecting. Whereas they, that daughter of his, when he's out and about, and I've seen this picture so many times out and about, that man is standing ready. He ready to go to war. You knock at his door. How many of you all, brothers? Let's be real. Dad with the daughter, prom night, all right, sweet 16, homeboy come over. He decked out of his, his uh, tuck. And if dad, if you are in that young girl's life, what are you saying? Come here, young man. Sit down. Let's talk. I want my daughter back here. Don't have me come at you. You see what I'm saying? So we understand that. I'm a granddaddy now. My granddaughter, she's only two. However, God allowed me to be here when she's 18. Oh, snap. Me and my rocker. <laughs> me, ooh, me and my, I ain't, what are you talking about? We ain't going to be in no rocker. We're going to be ready at 90 years old. I'm going to be ready. Anyway, all right? We're creatures of habit. Moving on to number three. Men are creatures of habit. It is usually much more of a task for them to switch out of mindset that we have been living in for years at a time unless we are completely mentally prepared. Listen to this. This is why some of us men stay with a woman for years despite the fact that they no longer have an interest in her. That's deep, ain't it? Or we have some men who are so far into that to their wives, their girls, that guess what? We become submissive to her because we don't want to lose her. That's how much we love her. So we'll do anything just to stay with her. Woo! I feel sorry for, you know, this new generation that have not, was not around when Lou Walls, the late, great Lou Walls came out with that song, Love is a Hurting Thing. God, dog. Y'all don't know what y'all, y'all need to go look that song up. You see what I'm saying? Love is a hurt. Man, love is so beautiful. But boy, you get on the wrong side of love. All I can say is, watch out now. Watch out now. All right? Four, all right? Attachment. There is an, a connection, all right? Since a man handles emotions differently, this means that when he allows himself to be open and fall in love with someone, he oftentimes, yeah, that's true. How many, how many brothers out I'm, I'm guilty, I'm guilty. How many brothers out there can admit that they're guilty? They fall hard. They fall in love so hard that they do anything for her to please her, to satisfy her, to caress her, to be her shining knight in armor. They'll do anything. 
what makes it even harder to become unattached to her. This is why it sometimes takes them longer to truly get over their ex. Even if, oh, listen to this, listen to this. Even if he is in a new relationship, how many young ladies out there that's tuned in, dating a young man, met a young man, and all he does is talk about the one that he just left, the young lady he just left? And I'll be honest with you, you know, uh, I've had relationships where, you know, I've had young ladies, they talk about that ex, that ex-man. And they will even come up and say, look, you know, you're probably just like that. Or my ex did this. Or don't, don't, you see what I'm saying? So think about the man who is hurt by that ex. And he's going to a new relationship. Guess what he brought in that new relationship? He brought that ex into that new relationship. How did he bring that ex into that new relationship? Not physically, but mentally. She is an imprint in his brain, in his heart. So as he travels forth, all right, who is he talking about? Oh, yeah, in the beginning, hey, baby, how you doing? Oh, yeah, girl. But then all of a sudden, you know, a lot of it reverts back to the hurt that he's carrying from the previous relationship, and now he's bringing it to you to your doorstep, and he's dropping that pain on you. How do you handle it? Because that brother is what? Heartbroken. And maybe, just maybe, you will be the sister that will help him to get over that heartbreak hotel. Help that brother pack his bag so y'all can ask it out. Pay your bill and get out the hotel. And number five, life experiences, all right? It says women are also taught since they were little girls that men, oh, I I said this earlier, men are dogs and that ultimately at some point in their life, they're going to have their heart broken by one. So in other words, you know, women are already set up. They're already set up to get their heart broken. What happens if you meet a man that, a brother, that is not in the heartbreaking business? What happens if you meet a brother that is there to love you honestly regardless? Because, you know, we all got shortcomings. We all fall short. Fall fall short. We all got problems. We all got, I'm not going to go into all that, but we do. But if a brother has, the same amount of issues that you have, or the brother has a little less issues than you, can you sustain? Can you be there with that brother? Can y'all make the relationship work? Love is a hurting thing. I've had where, or I've read where, or I've talked to where, Brothers who have been in relationships, you know, they, they, they walk out because they're broken and they feel at a loss. They're angry. They're bitter. They're devastated. 
You talk about a, a heterosexual. Yeah, I went there. You talk about a hetero, heterosexual man. Got nothing but love for women. And he meets this beautiful, <laughs> he meets this beautiful young lady. And the only thing he wants to do is, you know, in the beginning is get a nice conversation going. It ain't about sex. And I will admit, you know, we men, we look at you women and, you know, holy smokes. You know what I mean? It's like our head be like, you know what I mean? Like, wow, she's fine. Oh, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Nowadays, nowadays, women be talking about, girl, here, did you see? Woo-hoo! Then you get that conversation going on, and you feel what the conversation is about. You feel it, and then all of a sudden, one thing leads to another, and now you got a relationship going. Man, he brings you flowers. He, you know, he buys you jewelry. He buys you clothes, whatever, because he's what? He's falling head over heels for you. He's willing to give his last to you. And it don't always work out like that. Something them fell short. But this man has given it all, and now this man is left with a broken heart. We still got some time on the clock. We got 754. Anybody want to call in? Anybody want to give opinion? I'm not saying, I mean, I'm the host of the show, the power of being a winner. But I know I'm not the only one that's been through. Anybody can call in and give some advice? Anybody want to take a second out of their time of tuning in and, you know, maybe, yeah, give some advice because you've been through it. You know how it is personally. Because really, that's what this show is about. If we can give out a positive word, if we can help somebody mend, if we can help somebody uh, put themselves back together, that's what it's about. Helping us together. Helping us all. Love. Think about all the love songs that are out there. That's what, we, that's what we live for. And trust me, we as brothers and sisters, we love to be loved. And we love giving love. But it's unfortunately, you know, the heartbreak comes in. I was reading this story a little earlier. I can't share it because, you know, some of it is X-rated, you know. But some of it is like, hey, you know, pride, ego, you know, try to deal with it eternally. Boys don't cry. You know, uh, it says that, uh, let me see here, uh, let me see here. You know, men don't break down in tears. But is there any man out there who who has the need, begging, you know, Forget about Barry White and, and uh, uh, what's your boy? I want her. I can't think of his name. You know, the biggest Vegas out there. But drop that pride. 